the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, president of Max Out Savings Advisors and host of the Max Out Savings Show, a show about savings investments in your retirement. We are live in Houston, Texas, as always. Uh, we are based here in Houston, Texas, and we're going to be talking about the markets when we're talking about savings. And in retirement, or what's going on in the world today? Why are we seeing these moves in the market? What's going on? Uh, you know, a lot of the stuff we actually wrote about in our Max Out Savings report that we send out to listeners of the Max Out Savings Show for free. But uh, we're really starting to see really some of some of the things that we've been talking about for quite a while. So, uh, so this is no surprise. But but first, I want to uh, touch base on uh, the the motto and the philosophy of the Max Out Savings Show, which is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively, invest conservatively. And, and by that, I simply mean you want to be saving 10 percent plus the company match for your retirement. And the way you do this is is by putting away money in your 401k plan. It's the start of the new year. A lot of people, I was out at the health club uh, this week working out, and the parking lot is, of course, full. Uh, everyone else has decided <laughs> to work out as well as as me uh, for the new year. And uh, and so it's harder to get in, but, but that's because they made uh, re- New Year's resolutions to start the new year, to get back into, into shape, into physical shape, well, you should be getting into financial shape. You should be saving more for retirement. You should you should be in, uh, putting away that money. Uh, we got an increasingly uncertain wor- world out there that that as time goes on seems to become more uncertain. So so now's the time to really you know get in there. Not don't just don't just uh, upgrade your health and take charge of your health with the new year, but take charge of your financial health as well. It, and so that that's one of the messages we really want to get across today. Do you know your savings rate? I mean, I, I think that, that that's a question a lot of people surprisingly don't seem to have the answer to. And and, and the question also is, uh, how much do you have? How much have you saved up for retirement? I mean, these are some of the things that needed to be need to be asked. And 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 so if you if you don't know your savings rate, find it out, and then find out how you're set for retirement, and then put together for the New Year's resolution is to improve your financial health. I mean, things aren't getting any better in the United States. That's getting pretty clear. Uh, the uh, we we've got a government with runaway spending. We have an entitlements that clearly cannot be withstained. We have skyrocketing uh, medical care costs. And uh, it's just very difficult times. And uh, with oil down around under $30, it, it, it makes it even more difficult. So so put away that money. Uh, get, save more for retirement. And that is the real key. And, and just remember that motto, which is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. The, uh, you know, that uh, that's really, it's the new year, take charge of your retirement. What we're seeing is all around the country, people are more and more coming in and they're taking charge of their retirement. They're, and the reason is they're really understanding that they can't depend on the government. We've been running $500 billion to trillion dollar deficits for the last eight years. Uh, more importantly, our entitlement programs are spiraling out of control. Uh, the, the Medicaid, uh, the Social Security Disability Fund was going to run out of money by year end. They came up with some type of patch. What did they do? They took it from the regular Social Security, which means people that put away retirement for Social Security actually now their Social Security is even less secure because they took out money for people that are on the disability, which has seen 
the numbers of people on Social Security disability is skyrocketing in this country. And, and, and really, the problem we have in the United States today is that the working people, we, we, we have record, record low uh, civilian, uh, civilian work participation rates. Uh, the some of the lowest in thirty, forty, fifty years, and, and, and what's happening is is the number of people that are working is smaller and smaller and smaller, and, and these working people are being forced to pay for more and more and more things. Let me give you an example: Obamacare. It seemed like a really great deal. We're going to give free health care to everybody. Everyone's going to have access to free health care if they can't pay. Well, that's all fine and dandy. But most people that, that, that have to pay for their own health care, they just got a rude surprise come December when they re-upped with their health care plan and, and their payment, their, the, the cost went up 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 percent. The, the average working family, can't, it, it's very difficult for them to afford uh, $1,700, $1,500 a month for health care and then have to do a $5,000 deductible on top of it. Most people, that's very difficult to afford. And, and so these working people are increasingly, they're the ones that have to pay the taxes, to pay the Social Security, to pay the disability, to pay the Medicaid, to pay the Section 8 housing, to pay for the Obama phones, to pay for the to pay for one free program after another that, that's out there for everybody else that's not working. And, and so the battle today, and this is why you see Donald Trump becoming so powerful out there, is uh, – is that people are fed up with this? They're fed up with the working person in this country being ignored. And that Ted, I mean, look at the two the two leading presidential candidates, Ted Cruz and Donald Trump. They're going back and forth right now. Both of them are anti-establishment candidates. Uh, Ted Cruz fought the fight against Obamacare. The rest of the Republicans wouldn't back him. And look where where they are. Uh, it, it, you know, now we now I had a gigantic campaign, almost eighteen hundred dollars a month for my Obamacare. Ted Cruz at least fought the fought to try to stop fought the battle to try to stop it. Uh, Donald Trump, same thing. He stood up to the media. He's standing up to the uh, to the establishment. They're both really up. The establishment in Republican establishment in Washington is going crazy over Ted Cruz and Donald Trump. But those people represent the working people. The establishment represents the establishment in the in the elite class in this country, which pretty much is centered in, in an axis between Washington D.C. and New York City. And so people are fed up with this type of stuff. They want to change, and that's what we're seeing. But understand, the country is in very bad shape. Uh, we just had the worst start to the stock market in the, in, in, in the history since the Great Depression in, 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 so far this year. I mean, that's telegraphing that there's something very seriously wrong with the economy. People are, are deeply—you look at the, the two leading presidential candidates, there's deep unease— about the country, I was just reading some stuff today of some of the establishment people in New York picking who they thought they win. Most of them thought Hillary Clinton. I'm like, what are you people smoking? She's literally there's a hundred FBI agents investigating her. She she can't even hardly make a speech. Hillary Clinton could actually sit there and do a speech saying that she wants to get rid of Planned Parenthood and uh and was a for all for the uh, the the second amendment for gun rights and I still couldn't stand to listen to her she has one of the worst speaking voices I've ever heard but these people up there they're in their own little cocoon of people they're all in the same buildings in Washington in in New York City in the same condos and you know they go across the hall and see the same people then they go over to uh Martha's Vineyard and talk some more amongst themselves and they have no idea what it's like to sit there and work in the United States of America and have to support a family on sixty, seventy thousand dollars a year. Uh that's basically their their play money. And 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 so this is what we're seeing. We're seeing a rapidly changing country out there and this is all coming about. And so what couple things you need to understand in listening and longtime listeners of the Max Out Savings Show know this is you have to take charge of your retirement. It's, it's really clear the people in Washington DC don't give a damn about you. They have that sure they're giving out money like it's it's candy. But it's not going to last. We all know this is not going to last. So you have to take charge of your retirement. We're starting to see some of these problems come up. We've had the worst recovery, the worst economic recovery since the Great Depression over the last five or six years. It's been horrific. It, uh, the uh, Yes, the unemployment rates down around 5%. That looks really good until you look underneath the numbers and the labor participation rates, the worst in 50 years. And then you dig down even more, and a lot of these people are working part-time jobs. 
and and so it and interestingly the 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 age group that's doing the best surprisingly is like is 50 to 65 55 to 65 these are people that have to work extra jobs or retired and coming back to work because they can't make ends meet uh and 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 young people have given up their record numbers of young young uh people are living with their parents and this is something that we have got to change uh things are starting to change uh, what we think is going to be a very tough start to the new year. We've been warning you about this for months and months, saying get the cash, be careful. A storm is coming. The storm is now upon us. And uh, understand that that things are rapidly changing the world. The good news out of this is, look, later this year, that you know you're going to see the sun is going to start coming out again. Once people, once we get an, uh, a Republican candidate. Uh, I'm hoping for Ted Cruz. Uh, I, I really think that he he has the. I, I think he's much very similar to a to Winston Churchill or a Ronald Reagan type of individual that can get things done. But but the good thing is is the leaders all see all tend to be conservative populist type of candidates because we need to make some changes in government. So exciting things happen there later this year. Right now, it's it, right now it's a difficult world. It's a tough world out there. And 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 so we're going to be talking some more about that. But if you have any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, a couple things. We sent out another report uh, this week. I want to say we sent it out uh, I think we sent it out Thursday or Thursday morning, Wednesday night or Thursday morning. And uh, we're really warning on the markets. Uh, we talked about the day 2016 is danger and opportunity. Uh, and we really talk about what we're seeing on the markets. It, it's something, you know, we, we really have been saying you need to have your defensive plan on place. Uh, that, a place, well, that's what we have it for our clients at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're very high levels of, extremely high levels of cash right now. We've got very defensive positions put on, and and and, and it's really working the way we we thought it would work. And 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 I I, I don't think this is over at all. I I think we we're really materially further along. What what a lot of people don't realize. And it's remarkable listening to some of these so-called experts on Wall Street is this is not the start. This is not the start. 2016 and this drop in the market, 8% drop in the market, 8 point something percent in the, in the, in the Dow Jones, the, 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 in, in, in the first two, three weeks of the market, 8.8% uh, in the big caps, uh, worst start in the market since uh, the Great Depression. This is not the start of the bear market. This bear market has been progressing for a while. What's happened is is the cheerleaders in the media have been telling everybody it's good. Since mid-2014, we've been warning that there's problems, problems. Oil has been falling. The dollar's been going up. Commodity prices have been falling. And we've been saying there's problems, problems. And, and, and really... That's these these problems are now starting to wash. We're kind of, we're starting to get near the terminal phase of this. Look, clearly, uh, massive bear market in commodities, bear market in 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 junk bonds. Lots of problems out there. Uh, in 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 so I I think we're gonna I I think those are already happening. It's just people are now waking up in the in the, in the regular markets. So. Uh, Anyway, now we're coming up here on a quick break. If you've got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. Yeah, we've got a lot to talk about, and uh, right after the break, we're going to take a couple phone calls that are coming in. But if you haven't gotten our free Max Out Savings Report, let me tell you how to get it real quick. Go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. We, we write about saving, investment, how to handle sudden wealth, uh, what's happening in the markets, for common 401k mistakes. Back in 2007, we predicted the failure of investment banks, and we explained to you why it was going to happen. No one else did that on Wall Street. And so we put a lot of good stuff in the report. We've been warning you for the last no, a large number of months now there was a problem coming. The, peop, the people that have the report have known about it. If you're not on that list, go to maxoutsavings.com. And if you need some help, a lot of people have a lot of problems with their retirement savings right now, need help managing it. We can help you out at maxoutsavings.com uh, over at maxoutsavings.com. Savings advisors, just go to maxoutsavings.com. Now, I think we're starting. Are we coming up on a break? Oh, we're coming up on a quick break. We'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Houston, 
The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Here's why. If you call right now and you're a new Dish subscriber, packages start at $19.99 a month for 12 months. That's right, $19.99 a month. Compare that to your cable bill, and the smart choice is to cut the cable and get Dish. Plus, you get all these great TV features, free HD channels, free DVR to record your favorite shows, and free installation. You even get our free Dish Anywhere, so you can take your TV on the go, watching your favorite programs on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop anywhere in the world. I'll say it again, all for just $19.99 a month for 12 months. This is a limited-time, 24-month offer you must qualify for, and it could change at any time. So call now. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Hey, y'all. This is James Hill, the owner of Full Armor Farms. We're opening the baddest indoor gun range in Houston, Texas. We're talking 12 lanes of full auto rating, state-of-the-art ventilation and lighting, machine gun and handgun rentals. From beginner to expert, we are here to help. We love first-time shooters and have the best customer service around. Come by 11911 Katy Freeway on the south side of I-10, just west of Beltway 8. We stand behind our guns because standing in front of them is just plain stupid. My show isn't just about left and right, Democrats versus Republicans, liberals fighting conservatives. The Mike Gallagher Show is about life, family, friends, how you're going to pay for your kid's college, what information you need to get that promotion, how do you help your fellow man. It's also about standing up to power, whether that's the senator who's handing out favors to big donors or the race hustlers who divide us. Follow The Mike Gallagher Show at Facebook or Twitter at Radio Talker Mike and online at MikeOnline.com. It's The Mike Gallagher Show. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 10, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1070. The Answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Saving Show, Ted Gioka. Saturday afternoon or Saturday morning, and welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show in here in Houston, Texas. You got a question or comment, give us a call, 713-339-1070. Let's take a call from Randy. Hello, Randy. Hi, Ted. How are you? Doing pretty well. Good. Uh I was looking at the latest Max Out Savings report in your last paragraph uh, when you said if uh, when we get Obama out of there, we might get the country back on the right track. Well, I was kind yeah. of assuming that Hillary Clinton and the Democratic Communists don't pull a rabbit out of a hat. And, and of course, I'm, I'm with you. I want, I want our good old Texas boy Ted Cruz in there. But if Trumpy gets it, I don't know. I, I don't really trust Yankees, but he might be okay. But <laughs> I, guess, I guess what, I, what I'm trying to get to is that it basically, businesses complain about three things. One, regulations are too high, I mean too many, and taxes are too high, and Obamacare is, is hurting their business. So if 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 Ted Cruz or Trumpy gets in there, would, would they do anything about those three items? Oh, yeah. Look, I, I think they definitely will be. I, the remarkable thing about taxes, particularly corporate taxes, there's tremendous amount of agreement on that on both sides of the aisle. It, it's remarkable to me they were never able to get a deal done. And uh, the regulation, if if the Republicans win, clearly regulation has gotten out of control. I I I, I was reading that the NTSB, the uh, National uh, Transportation Safety Board, uh, they want to uh, make it so you can just have one drink. For for and if if you have over one drink, you get a DWI, and then they also want to make it so no hand free phones in the car at all. Yeah, I mean these guys are just going completely nuts out there. Well, and and, and this is just the start of it. You're not going to be driving them. I guess you should be able to talk on your phone. Uh, <laughs> no, I was going to say uh, on uh, I was looking at the debate. And uh, Ted Cruz was talking about his tax program and kind of arguing with Rubio about it. Uh, what what he's talking about, they're trying to figure out, is this a VAT tax or not? Well, normally, well, he's a little vague about his program. He just said, we're going to charge them 16% business tax. But is that on is that on final products, or is that going to be on the, on the output of each, you know, production stage? Or how, how is that going to work? Do you know how yeah, that, that's, work? that's what I'm not real sure of. And and it could be on uh, you know the, the VAT is the the VAT is just on the improvement 
and and that's what I'm not. And you know, Romney sort of had something kind of like this. And and and, and, and Cruz, I don't think has been really fleshed out exactly what he wants to do yet. Well, well, well basically, the VAT is charged at each level of the production of the product. It's not just the finished product. So if he's only charging sixteen percent on the finished product, then yeah, it would be just a flat business tax. Otherwise, it will be a VAT. Yeah, no, that that's what they're and they're not real sure of. Look, I've got a lot of confidence in Ted Cruz, and I, and, and one thing I think he look, you need a guy that can get things done. Trump can get things done and Ted Cruz can get things done. Both of these guys have been up against long odds and succeeded uh, time and again. And, uh, and so that's what I think you need in, in this thing to get something done. I, by the way, I think both Trump and Cruz will actually pull the country together and pull Congress together to some extent. Uh, it, it's, uh, and so, but, and, and I, look, I think they have to do something with Obamacare just simply because it's, it, Obamacare is going to literally wipe the middle class out. I mean, once, once people start paying $1,800, uh, a month for their, for their health care, uh, the middle class really cannot survive. Well, either that or they're going to charge you such a high penalty. It's going to, it's going to hurt your, any kind of refund you're going to get. You're going to lose money there. But I know what, what I want to see is, uh, say, Ted Cruz for president. If we get Trumpy for vice president and have him build the wall, then uh, I think we'll be in pretty good shape. I, I agree, Randy. Thanks for I'm the call. My fine. Thanks, Ted. Let's take a call here from Oscar to 713-339-1070 here at the Max Out Savings Show. Hello, Oscar. Hey, good morning, you guys. Hey, uh, Ted, uh, in this this year here, the, the sectors that people could go into or should go into, like, it's... Uh, it's very difficult, isn't it? What sector can people hide under, uh, you know, in this kind of a world here? The, the fixed income is very low. Uh, what sectors do you think are going to be appropriate this uh, this year? Uh, you know, I, I tell you what, that, that that's really difficult because everything is too expensive. The Federal Reserve right. has brought asset prices up too high through quantitative easing and artificially manipulated them higher. Now we're normalizing. Uh, a couple things. Treasuries across the board. And uh, because there's starting to be a flight to safety, a flight to quality, short-term bond funds, which don't yield much. Uh, How about municipals? Uh, municipals, yes. Yeah, municipals are performing quite well. Right. Uh, I, I believe precious metal stocks, they, they, they're kind of mixed right now, but I think they're going to outperform. And I got to tell you, defense. So there's nothing else really, you know, you can't say REITs or you can't say real you, no. I mean, you cannot say, you know, you cannot say retail, you cannot say oil, of course. I mean, I mean, this thing is very, I've never seen a market where where so few sectors for growth are there. Have you ever seen anything like this? Yeah, you, you have to go back. Uh, I, I saw some statistics on this. You have to go really back to, to the 1930s, Oscar, to, to really get this type of, of thing. And, and, and back in the 30s, it was really cash. Uh, I think defensive stocks, you, you, know, the, the, you know, they make armaments and stuff because everyone in the Middle East with money is, is now arming up heavily over there. Uh, right. We're going to probably rebuild our military to some extent. Uh, there's not a lot of other sectors. A lot. The problem with a lot of sectors, they're just plain darn expensive, and and and, and their earning, their revenue growth is is subpar at best. In in in, and they're running out of the ability to buy back stock because they levered up the balance sheet. Yeah, like healthcare, healthcare and uh, biotechs, and they're still way overpriced. The biotechs. Now, look, the biotechs are going to become not the biotechs, but healthcare is going to become a big issue in this election, I think, and that's why we're kind of staying away. We we have one healthcare stock left. We've made a lot of money, and we're just holding it. And uh, but but the rest, I, I think they're going to really pressure these guys to to. There's too many of them pushing through price increases on drugs and everything else, and 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 quite frankly. Healthcare costs should be falling. Instead, they just keep on accelerating up. And so this is going to become a big campaign issue. Uh, this is a very populist campaign, Oscar. If you look at- hey, hey, Ted, Ted, do you see a bottom in the spring on this thing, or you see the, the second half, uh, the bottom to this market? Uh, sec- uh, I think it bottoms in the first half. And then in the second half, I think you're going to become more positive. I think people are going to start, hey, we're going to have a new administration. Hey, right. I'm warming up to Ted Cruz, hopefully. But we're warming up to a new president. Things are going to change. And I think they're going to become more optimistic. I mean, I, I-, I think one of the things I think a lot of people – look, 2009 was, was very bad. And-, and-, and it was not Barack Obama's fault. Uh, by any stretch, but I, I I think one thing that people really missed in that was I think he was really such a such 
uh, a wet blanket on growth afterwards that I, I think he was responsible for for a certain percentage GDP growth. And I don't know if he, I, it's got to be, I think it genuinely believe it was at least a half a percent and it could have been more. And I think that's never really been looked at because this market really started when it fell apart in October of 2008. Once people realized Barack Obama was going to be in, was going to get it, the, the presidency. And, and a lot of people blame that all on Lehman brothers and everything else. But I, I really think, so I think a change administration is going to bring in a much, the American people, by their very nature, are very optimistic people. The problem lately, they've been deceiving themselves with, with really has, have been horrible financial numbers, horrible employment numbers, where everyone on the media is trying to talk it up. I think we wash this out. I think I think people can get optimistic. They can see past the future. Oil will have bottomed by then, and, and I think things are going to start recover. But until we get there, it's going to be a pretty tough place to be. Thank you, Ted. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thanks, Oscar. That was Oscar with, with some good uh, things on the market. Uh, get a question or comment and give us a call at 713-339-1070. This is a live show, the Max Out Saving Show here in Houston, Texas, and I'll be answering your questions. Uh, you know, where to go? Uh, looking at some numbers, the worst start to the stock market since the Great Depression. Uh, some numbers, they... Uh, the OEX big cap down 8.8%, the S&P 500 down 8%, uh, the Dow, I, I want to say it was down 82 something like that. Uh, over 70% of the of the Russell 2000 is down over 20%. Really, this is a, a, a bad market. I mean, we, we basically said it was a bear market. We've been warning you. Our r- report that came out midweek said we're in a bear market. You know, reiterated what we're saying. We didn't just release this and announced that, you know, that we're turning defensive. We've been extremely defensive for our clients and for our listeners, you know, warning them on this. But really, this this was – there's no good way to spin this market. I, it, it, when you've got 80 years of research and you're at the bottom on the performance for the first three, three you know, two and a half weeks of the new year, you know, there's a real problem in, in – uh, that tells you somebody is seeing something out there that's a major problem. What you know? What are they seeing? Why did the market have the worst performance? And what what we think is happening is is a couple things. I, I, try, I talked a little earlier in the show. Look, this has been going on. Uh, to, to understand that after two thousand eight came in, the Federal Reserve moved very quickly. They stabilized the markets. They lent hundreds of billions of dollars to banks, so they had plenty of capital to which to fund their loans, and there wasn't going to be there wasn't a run on the banks. They they stabilized everything, and they made sure that 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 no that no one failed after the Lehman Brothers failure. And and they did what they were supposed to do. The Federal Reserve is in there as lender of last resort in an emergency. That was what in 1907 they put a plan in place for that. They followed through for it. And, and they've done a pretty good job. The problem was they then embarked on a quantitative easing program in 2010, 11, 12, and 13, going into 14, where they put took interest rates down to zero and they artificially kited up asset prices because nobody could get any money at the bank or their CDs, so they started taking, making risky investments in MLPs, in REITs, in, in other things, in high-yield bonds, and corporations levered up. Asset prices went up. People started buying stocks with their CD money. And what happened is we had an artificial market. Once that stopped in 2014, they they ended quantitative easing. The market started didn't really go anywhere. It started drifting lower. Oil prices and commodity prices collapsed with China at the same time. And here we are today. It, at, at the at, at near in the, the final innings of what is looking like a pretty big bear market. Now let's take a call here at seven one three 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 nine ten seventy from Tom. Hello, Tom. Hey, good morning, Ted. You had a question for us. I do. I noticed this week that the Senate actually finally voted on auditing the Fed. Of course, you've heard a lot of discussion about that. I'm not sure if you were. They finally voted on it. Yes. Yeah. And of course, they voted it down. And uh, that, you know, that always very, amazes me. But yes, yeah, I'm very suspicious of the Fed and the. You know why? You know everything's behind the scenes. So I guess my question to you, since you are closer to the markets and uh, what's going on, uh, what is the logic for not voting to audit the Fed? I mean, to me, that just raises suspicions. And of course, you're seeing you know Trump and Cruz 
uh, being popular because people are suspicious. But when they when they don't even want to audit the Fed, that just raises suspicion. So what is the logic that the other side has for not doing it? You know, I haven't seen their exact logic, but if I had to guess, I think it's a couple things. I don't think they want people to really understand exactly how much money they let out into who in 2008 and nine, And I'm also suspecting they don't – I'm suspecting that there's been – possibly some very large amounts of money lent to other banks, other central banks around the world through currency swaps and different types of things. The other thing is, is I think they either could be involved in gold lending, which they're trying to possibly hide. And if, if they're lending out gold based on, 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 on our, our gold reserves, then that could be some problems. And, and, and that gold really should have moved up more than it has and they're always you know it really has been pushed down there's been a lot of research done on this and there really appears to be something behind that i think that's what they're really starting to hide well that's interesting cuz i've wondered about gold too you would think with all the debt in the world and everything that gold would 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 go up uh You'll probably think I'm a nut, but I wonder with all the market volatility, if they aren't the ultimate inside trader <laughs> working behind the scenes and, and taking advantage of all this volatility. And, of course, no one can look and see what they're really doing. So well, and that's I, know the, that, I know that's out there, but <laughs> it well, makes me wonder. I, I, Tom, I, look, I don't think they're the ultimate insider trader, but I'll tell you what I do think. If they think there's a problem in the market, they will come in. And, from what I heard in 87, they came in, and my source was reasonably – pretty darn good it, uh-huh. and uh, very high level on Wall Street at the, uh, a year or two later. And, and so I think that's some of the stuff that they, you know, are they trading to make money for themselves? No. Uh, if, if the market's down 500 points and they think it could crash, would they come in and try to put a bid under the S&P 500? Yeah, probably so. Mm. Yeah, okay. no, yeah well, not with the idea. I mean, with the idea of, hey, we're just trying to we don't want this thing to get out of control. Look, I, I give you an example. There's something called a, uh, a GDP, uh, GDP Now uh, released by the Federal, Federal Reserve in Atlanta. Now, that is, that is a – and it's, a very, it's becoming a pretty accurate gauge of what the economy is doing, and they release it on, on midday Friday. I think. They didn't release it Friday till five minutes after the close, and it came in at .6, much underneath what people thought. And I think they were worried if they released it at a .6 number with this market down the way it is, it was holding right on support. So, you know, the Fed is trying to, to do the right thing. The problem with the Federal Reserve is they're drifting into into a managed economy. But, but good questions, Tom. Thank you. Okay. Well, thanks so much. And, and by the way, it's one of my theories is the re, one of the reasons the Fed raised rates is I think they're really worried about the Republicans because the Republicans are pretty fed up with the Federal Reserve manipulating a, 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 asset prices by keeping interest rates too low. But if you have a question or comment, give us a call at 713-339-1070. And by the way, if you haven't gotten the Max Out Savings Report, if you're not on the list, this is a free report, as in free. Just go to the website. Sign up for it, and uh, you get you get you you're on the list. You get a free copy. We've got thousands of people, everyone from school teachers to we've had uh, top strategists on Wall Street receiving our report. We've got great stuff in there. A lot of original content: how to help you save money, how to build up wealth, what's happening with the market, why is China causing the problems, why did commodity prices collapse, why is the market going down? It's all in the Max Out Savings Report, and it is free to the listeners to help you manage your money at retirement. Uh, and save and build up wealth, it, just go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. And you can also, look, we've gotten a lot of phone calls here recently with the market. A lot of people really have just uh, are in trouble with the retirement and they need help. Uh, we can help you out at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're value investors in the stock and bond market. Uh, that, that that's what we make our investments. We, we we do a lot of work to prevent to do, to do a lot of work on risk analysis to 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 kind of hold the portfolios together to st- to navigate through these very tough times. We're pretty good at it. We've been doing this for over twenty five years, and uh, when when times are tough like this, we are extremely good. I think. And so, if you need some help, go to the website at maxoutsavings dot com and you can uh, schedule an appointment. So uh, we'll be. Back right after this quick <clears throat> quick break right here on the Max Out Saving Show. Got savings and investment questions? Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Saving Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. 
Hi, this is Sam Malone for Ability Tree Experts. The best, Louis Flory, great friend of mine, licensed arborist, third generation in the family, over 30 years taking care of trees. That's what they do. Ability Tree Experts, they make sure your trees are properly pruned, make sure the upper canopy is cleaned out. They also make sure that there's no insect or disease problems on your trees because they are valuable. They are beautiful, very expensive to replace. And a tree can be in distress for several months. You'd never know. But you know what? Lewis knows. Call 281-441-4179. That's the number I call. I'm a customer. Or go online. Ability Tree Experts website is abilitytrees.com. You get a free feeding with every tree pruned. And you know what? You never know when the next storm is going to hit. So get those trees professionally pruned by Ability Tree Experts, Houston's leading tree care professional. Online, AbilityTrees.com. AbilityTrees.com. Consistently conservative voices on AM 1070, The Answer. I'm Hugh Hewitt. This week in the Town Hall Review, a special edition of our program, The Roots of ISIS, the Islamic State. We will get a well-researched picture of this movement through the very fine work of Pulitzer Prize-winning author Joby Warwick. This is a fight that has been going on for a long time, and we're kind of late in tuning into it. The Western world's familiarity with the name Islamic State started only in early 2014. But the roots of radical Islam go back at least four decades. They succeeded. They, they defeated the superpower, at least in their eyes. They, they chased the Russians out of Afghanistan. Warwick's book, Black Flags, will raise awareness and hopefully America's willingness to defeat the so-called Islamic Caliphate called ISIS. These guys harken back to the heroes they had in, in ages past, but really started with Qutub. Join us for our weekend special and visit our website at townhallreview.com. Town Hall Review. Sunday mornings at 6 on AM 1070. The Answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We are talking savings, investments, and your retirement on one of Houston's premier financial shows. Uh, running for over a decade. And if you've got any questions or comments, give us a call, 713-339-1070. I want to touch base on a couple things we wrote about in the Max Out Savings Report we just came out. And this is sort of some of our thoughts on retirement savings and investments. But it gives us an idea of you know where we're going, and, and we try to position the portfolios along these lines to some extent. And and we really talk about 2000, the, the two major themes for 2016 will be China and oil. And we've been talking about oil. Remember, oil prices uh, peaked in, in, in July of, about June of, of, of 2000, June, July 2014. And since then, at about 105. Since then, they've gone straight down. Right now, they're at about 29.42 Brent's under in, in the 28.90 area. Uh, a huge just a gigantic 70-something percent drop in, 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 in oil. Uh, as the Fed began to end quantitative easing, oil prices fell down. At the same time, China's economy started to implode. China has been using over 50% of – over 40%, less over 50% of a lot of them, but over 40% of a large number of commodities. Everything from oil uh, – not excuse me, not oil. Everything from iron, steel, copper, aluminum, uh, zinc, uh, uh, iron ore, coal, uh, cement, all of these things, massive amounts. It, and they've increased massive amounts of oil as well. And this has caused commodity prices to boom. And once China started slowing down, things got in trouble. At the same time, we put in $400 billion worth per year versus increased capacity for energy searching with the with the uh, energy infrastructure and drilling worldwide up to 450 billion extra per year in drilling the shale and putting in mega projects around the world now all those prices now those those now those that supply is coming on the market and at the same time uh china is slowing down and that's led to a commodity glut worldwide and, the, and and what we write about in our report is this is very similar to 1937 in in 1932-33 uh the the uh U.S. market bottom from the Depression, and then it started going up, and it kept going up until about 1937. Now, the conventional wisdom is is that it went, it, it fell apart because the Federal Reserve raised interest rates, and the thing collapsed again. I happen to think economic cycles tend to run in five, seven-year cycles, 
And this and this was about the time when typically you get a cycle of weakness is when the Fed did this. And and I think I I think the Fed gives themselves a lot more credit for the world for what they've done in the world than really is justified. And I think a lot of what they do is basically the economic capitalist economic cycle playing out. And so what happened in 1937 was the stock market w- re- went down uh, dropped about fifty percent, and it basically re- retraced fifty percent of the bottom from from the, from the nineteen thirty three thirty two bottom up to up to the recovery that we had. And and I, and I think you're going to see a, a, this. I think this this bear market isn't over yet. I think it's I think it's very far progressed for oil, for commodities, for for some of the fixed for high yield. But I don't. I, we're we're still not through it with the stock market. If you if you plot the price of oil, if you Plot, plot the price of high yield junk bonds. They've been declining for months now, quite substantially. And the in the, in the S and P five hundred has has danced merrily higher during that time frame. It's now correcting back down. There's a very tight correlation between oil and between junk bonds in, in the S and P five hundred. And and so the S and P five hundred is the <laughs> excuse me the one index. Uh, that in Germany worldwide that kind of avoided that. Now it's kind of coming home to roost. And this is what we think this is the start of a bear market. And this we think this is going to be a very tough market. And and uh, now the question you have is that the market – look, the market's had a pretty steep drop in here. It's down 8, 8%, over 8% since the beginning of the year. The worst, re- the worst returns since the Depression – actually, it was the f- worst for first week in the history of the stock market. That's pretty hard to do. I mean, you know, that's like that's like going and taking a test and falling asleep after writing the first question and completely. It's one thing to flunk or get like a D or a C. I got a 59. It's another thing to come up and get your test back and it has a 10 or a 9. That's pretty much what the stock market was the first week of the new year. And and the the market, it reminds me of that, uh, what was it, when Dean Wormer asked, Bluto, you know, what was it? Point zero zero one GPA. Fat, dumb, and stupid is no way to go through life. But you know, it's with that's basically what the stock market has been doing. It's been ignoring a collapse in commodity prices. It's been ignoring a complete collapse in oil prices. It's been ignoring the biggest debt bubble on planet Earth in China. China, China lent out seventeen trillion dollars. In the last five years, that exceeds the total amount of the banking system in the United States lending and Japan during that time frame. It was completely nuts. And now a lot of this debt is bad. And so the market was ignoring this. This is now all coming home to roost. And so now I think you've got to be very cautious. If you look at the market, the market on the S&P 500, it really – it it, it it had a big flash crash. Remember the flash crash in August. It went down to in, down to about seventeen, eighteen fifty, eighteen sixty in there, uh, in eighteen seventy, and then it came back up and it's bounced around. Friday, yesterday, it went back down to those levels and tested them, and it stayed. It came up some. It were down over five hundred points at one time, and it, and it came back up and. And here's this is the question that people are going to be asking come Tuesday that we're off on Monday for Martin Luther King Day. Uh, is look does the market hold at the support level? If I had to bet, I would say yeah, it's going to hold. It's going to bounce up for a a couple of days or a couple of weeks, and then I think it eventually breaks through, or it just plunges straight through it. Uh, you know, I, I've seen some both. We've got different scenarios that we're looking at. In 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 one case, it's a bounce, and the other thing, it just blows right through it. I think this market's going lower. I, I think twenty-eight dollar oil is is just catastrophic for the oil industry, and and the problem you run into this is what we've been running into the whole way down. It was when it went to eighty dollars, it was going to bounce back up right away. When it went to seventy dollars, it was going to bounce back up right away. It went to sixty, same thing. Went to fifty, it's just going to be there, and then it's going to come back up. Well, the problem starts coming in at twenty-eight dollar oil. If the oil if if oil rallies to thirty five dollars, that's a twenty. If, if it rallies twenty percent off off of the bottom, a twenty percent move, that's great. That gets it back to thirty five dollars. <clears throat> oil companies are still losing; they're not making any money out there. So it it's it's to the point now where it's starting to do massive amounts of damage. And uh, oil year to date is down twenty percent year to date. It's January sixteenth right now. 
January 15th. So it, it, to give you an idea, this is what we're dealing with. And here, look, based on this thing, should we, we've been saying we thought oil was going to bottom in the first quarter. I think I still think we're looking at that. The question is, can we get a, a rally up <coughs> or do we get or does it just kind of rally up to thirty five dollars? That's pretty disastrous. And that's the thing a lot of people don't realize. I mean, well, so many people are so used to sitting there and looking at oil or stock prices. Well, it's going to bounce here, technically this. And they don't look at the underlying what does $35 oil do for, for, for the oil industry? They're looking like, oh, we're going to get a 20% bounce. Well, yeah, 25, 20% bounce gets you to 35. You're still sunk. And that's the problem we have in the oil business. I think we're taking a very tough turn in Houston. I really think you're going to have to have your guard up. Now, if you've got any questions or comments, we're in the last segment of the Max Out Savings Show. So if you want to get in here, uh, 713-339-1070 here at the Max Out Savings Show. 713-339-1070. And, and look, I, I, so what I think is going to happen, I think the market breaks down. I think you're looking at 1600 in the S&P. Uh, I, I think on the Dow... You know, you could be. You know, ultimately, you know, my my targets are basically on on the S and P on the on the Dow, probably fourteen thousand, and then you know, I I think you really got to get a, a a hard look at thirteen thousand, twelve twelve five. You know, it, it, and so I think it's going to be a, a tough place to be. But what what worked in here? Let's take a look at that in 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 a couple things that are starting to work. One of them is Treasuries. In a crisis like this, everybody runs to the safety of government bonds. If you look at it, the, the new, since the year started, the ten-year bond was at two point three percent, and right now it's at two point oh three percent. It was at under two, so it's dropped thirty basis points. So Treasury bills are going up. Now let's take a call from Mark. Hello, Mark. How you doing? I'm doing good. Hey, I've got a question. So oil's at this record low right now. Yes. Why in the world aren't we? Spending in record numbers federally to build oil reserves to stabilize the economy long term on a long term basis. I, I think that's a, a great idea. That's what China's been doing. I I, I think uh, I think probably I'm guessing maybe a half a million barrels a day is going into the Chinese reserves over there, and they're we should be doing the, the same thing. I think I think they're ahead of the game. Not only I think they're ahead of the game, we need to watch out because they keep building islands out in the middle of the Pacific. Yeah. And we keep we keep downgrading our military and our and our navy. We end up we're going to end up losing territory that actually support our economy here. Now, yeah, we've ser- seriously depleted our military, and uh, you know, I I, I think. Uh, yeah, we're gonna to have to do something about. It. And I think they're, I think they're preparing to prepare the country for a possible in case there's it, some of the stuff I've seen. It looks like the, you know they're concerned about something on, on the on the west coast uh, with China. So we'll, we'll, we'll flip our economy. What's that? We'll flip our economy. The one will the one will take over for the dollar, and then if you think it's bad now, it'll get really bad. Yeah. Here. Okay, Mark, I'm going to get through a couple more calls, but another quick look. I think that one, I'm glad you brought that up. The Chinese yuan is going lower. It's going to, de- it's, they're going to go probably 15 to 20% lower. That's going to export deflation. That's one of the reasons we think this market's breaking down further. Good call. Thank you. Let's take a call from Lance. Good morning, Lance. Um, you know, going on with what you just said last, if the, uh, if the Chinese have record debt, matter of fact, I've heard that they have, uh, debt that is equal to ours plus Europe plus Japan that much. It's and they're trying to uh, devalue the one um, in order to uh, inflate that responsibility away. So that's deflationary. Yes. That continues to strengthen the dollar. So what makes us think that this is going to turn around anytime soon? And uh, for that matter, um, what what is going to make it turn around? Because now with all this deflation, you've got all the debt here that's going to have to be uh, bankrupted, and that's going to take quite a while. So yeah. I'm wondering, what, what's going to turn this around? What, yeah, let me give you a quick answer do? on that because I'm going to try to get some of these. Look, Lance, here's the deal. You're right. This is going to drag out much longer than people think. What's going to turn around is a new president where people start believing they have a future again. That's the first step. And then you have to elect the guy that can make the changes. And, and we need Trump or it's going to have to be uh, Trump or Cruz. Trump Cruz is a good ticket. Yeah. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Let's get Carol in there. Hello, Carol. With 
uh, with all the things that you are saying, and I don't see, you know, it seems like it's going to be quite a while before uh, the market rebounds. So in the meantime, what do we do? You know, like if you have a little money, yeah. Here, here's what you do, Carol. You sit on the sidelines with cash, treasury bills, short-term bonds, precious metals, and you wait. And you're going to get outstanding opportunities. We're starting to see it in the oil sector, and you're going to see it in other sectors of the market. That's when you make the big money. But you got to have the cash to do it. Okay, so that's what I should tell my <laughs> my yeah. guy. Yep, that's it, Carol. I'm going to try to get one more call in. Thanks for the call. All right. Well, Robert, Robert, you have a quick quick question for us? Yeah, Ted. I read a recent article, and the writer was discussing implications of the uh, lifting of sanctions on Iran. Uh, he was describing uh, or expressing his opinion. He thought oil might get down below $10 a barrel. What's your opinion on uh, how Iran will play into the recovery? I, I think it's already, it's already pricing in right now. That's why we have oil in the 20s. Within the next three weeks, they're going to start up production. I think they're going to add at least a half a million barrels uh, a day capacity within the next three months. That's why you're seeing it at this level. And we need a deal from the Saudis or the Russians to try to get this bottom. And I, hopefully we're going to see it in the next couple of months. But uh, uh, thanks for the call, Robert. I've got to close Thank up you. the show. G- good question. I mean, that's a big story that, that these sanctions are being lift, lifted this week. And that's why we have oil prices at this level. Hey, if you're not on the Max Out Savings Report, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. Sign up. If you need help, uh, we can set up an appointment. Just go to maxoutsavings.com. Hope everyone has a great weekend. We'll see you next weekend right here in the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca on AM 1070. The answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.